of friendship, you guys, is like out of diapers. No, me either. I'm so Welcome! We're Books and Baddies, a reader's podcast for hotties who read hot books. From YA slow burns to all-out monster fucking. Join us as we break down shame, embrace sexuality, chase romance butterflies, and find joy in literature that calls to us. If you were that kid reading in the back of the classroom, this podcast is for you. Ah, okay, our first actual episode. Yay! Oh my god, yay! Yay. Oh my god, we've been talking about books and baddies for what feels like forever and i can't believe it's, that been it's like actually for real finally here i know me either i'm so excited literally how old is our group text now like two years yeah, yeah. our friendship Something you guys like is that. like out of diapers how sweet is that oh, oh, God, terrible so twos <laughs> we're gonna be potty trained soon actually i have no idea when that happens should we say a hi to everyone hi to everyone very immediately <laughs> busting out the dad jokes we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but i love it well, the baddie's out of the bag. We started a podcast. Wait, we did? I thought this was a Smut Addiction Anonymous meeting, so I'm just gonna... I'll just leave. I'll just let myself out. <laughs> Bye, Kelsey. Bye, Kelsey. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. So, on that note, we're Books and Baddies. We're here to have a great, sexy time talking about books. Romance books? Sports ball books. Sweet books. Slutty books. All the book banter, baby. But we'll talk about all sorts of other books, too, because these baddies are well-read. Fun fact, we are literate. <laughs> Whoa, guys, I actually Whoa. just learned to read yesterday, so this is great timing. <laughs> hey, Feyre. <laughs> yes, seriously. Feyre into the chat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Most importantly, what has gathered us here today on this auspicious occasion? <laughs> I'd say more like who? Bestie baddie Lindsay. Lindsay, introduce yourself. <laughs> Loki referring to everyone as bestie baddie with their name makes us sound like we're in a sister wives cult, and I'm so into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's super hot. <laughs> but hey, it's me, Lindsay, you know, from school. But if you're expecting a serious podcast about literature, you should probably press pause now. This podcast isn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You might have heard me on Words and Whiskey, where I talked shop with our bestie baddie boys cross and pj about the mistborn series but if you somehow haven't listened to words and whiskey run don't walk and get on the words and whiskey choo-choo train choo-choo choo-choo yeah, words and whiskey choo-choo. is the hot mess drunk express highly recommend mm. <laughs> same uh in the early days of words and whiskey i told crossland that his podcast had too much testosterone and that he was missing <laughs> out on some good femme energy and so he and pj kindly invited me to do an episode with them where i think i just like drank straight vodka because i forgot <laughs> i was supposed to make a drink so definitely go listen to that but then i brought all these baddies together to record Yay. a valentine's day episode because we all love reading romance and sewing chaos and so we created this like most chaotic valentine's day episode of all time where we talked about romance books and why smut isn't a dirty word and it was awesome if you haven't listened to it yet please 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 do it's basically the baddie origin story Mm. it's total chaos vibes yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's deep lore so if you want to if you want to jump on the lore on the front end definitely go listen to go listen to that There's five baddies that make up the books and baddies, including myself, and we all have different tastes when it comes to the books that we love. But it's kind of like a series of Venn diagrams with lots and lots of overlap, like the Olympic rings, and all of us get to win gold. 
Tweet. Yay. Go us. My mom will be so proud. Hi, mom. If you're listening to this, hope you saw some good dogs today. That is so happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I sincerely hope my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Seriously? Are you specifically mom, don't. calling your mom out? This podcast really isn't for you. <laughs> yep. Mom, if you're listening, go away. Love you. <laughs> my mom is listening. Could you send me the banana bread recipe? Because I lost it again. <laughs> Yum. And then send it to all of us. Mm-hmm. And then we'll post we it online. <laughs> we call ourselves the baddies, but who are we? What makes us so badass? What's the 411? Are we allowed to say what's the 411 because it's not 2006? <laughs> it was a mean girls joke. I liked it. I was like, what's the 411? I like it. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I got it. I'm with you. I like Thank it. You. I'm just dumb and didn't get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> the Mean Girl's mom is invited to listen to this podcast, Always. by the way. She's the yes. exception. She's our mascot. Yeah. We should mm-hmm. make a list of allowed moms on this podcast. And on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's time to kick it off. Um, I'm Addie, and you can usually find me in my yellow chair with my rainy mood music on falling in love with a fictional character. And if you're my therapist, you can usually call me Alice because I love to go down the rabbit hole about literally anything and everything. Why do I feel like she's about to bring up Draco? Okay, so I'm really, 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 (laughs) really, really predictable. But over the last 20 years I've been reading, I'll admit it, I read a lot of Germione fan fiction. And that's right. That's Draco and Hermione from Harry Potter. And if you don't ship it, you can go ahead and ship yourself right on out to sea. (laughs) I think my favorite thing about reading is that aspect of imagining a character sitting on his green velvet couch, if you know, you know, listening to some of your favorite (laughs) bands or drinking your favorite cocktail. And obviously, I think you're just getting it that I really, really like Draco Malfoy. Yep, there (laughs) it is. (laughs) And if that tells you anything, it shows you that I really like the I can fix him trope and also hurt comfort. And the more hurt, the better it is for me. I'll just say it. For me, fan fiction is a huge part of my reading identity, but I'm really certain that one of the reasons I fell in love with reading in general is because my obsession with Big Time Rush fanfic in high school and college, maybe. Okay, I was old. And look, it said your name and I have no shame. How poetic. And if we're speaking about poetic, has anybody here read a sports romance? Because somehow I got slingshotted into that one as the middle child between two brothers. I don't play sports ball, but what do I do? Read about hockey players. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hope you're not reading about your brothers. <laughs> Ew. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyways, I like to escape from my silly, goofy brain, and that's why I read. So I'll let someone else talk now. Okay, so if it wasn't clear, Addie is our Germione fanfic sports romance queen. And I know nothing about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing. Oh, hail queen, fatty addy. <laughs> so I'm Mary, and I can't grow the fuck up to save my life. Warning, this podcast has Disney adults. <laughs> Catch me holding my stuff to Eeyore just while we record this. Yeah, so I read mostly YA or NA. Not non-alcoholic, I definitely participate in reading under the influence. NA is new adult for those who don't know. Little fun fact for you. N.A. typically includes characters from, like, that 18 to 25 age range who are exploring the, like, not quite into adulthood, but not quite kids anymore either phase. I feel like I always exist in a space between not really being a kid, but definitely not being put together enough for the adult table. Mm-hmm. Addie, don't you have a mortgage? Shh. <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yes. sorry. <laughs> Okay, so both Addie and I can't grow the fuck up. Fun fact. 
So core memory moment. When I was in middle school, my English teacher, Mrs. Larson, had us participate in this book tasting, which I've actually seen on TikTok since then. So at one of the tables, you like read a chapter from the story and then you kind of decide if you want to continue your date with your book or move on. At one of the tables, there was a chapter where a boy and a girl were sharing a sleeping bag in this cave and the boy was injured. Mm. It was so like intriguing because a boy and girl, same sleeping bag. I went to a Catholic middle school, so I was like, that is straight porn. And also, B, what in the world was going on, right? Like, I had no idea what was happening. So I'm referring to Suzanne Collins' Hunger Games. And the Hunger Games sent me spiraling, just like Addie or Alice, mm-hmm. into the dystopian YA genre head first, And I have yet to emerge. I know a book is right for me when the main character is someone with some serious shit thrown at them. Like, for some inexplicable reason... Call it fate, destiny. A horse. I did have to quote Tangled. I can't resist. I'm very sorry. Disney adult. Or just wrong place, wrong time. The MC is the only one who can save the day. That being said, I of course love romance too. It's what brought me to these baddie besties. So the the YA and NA books I dabble in absolutely must have a splash of spice or even more than a splash if I'm lucky. More like a fucking cannonball from space of spice. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So I'm so glad you're joining our chaotic baddie book club. During your stay, you'll probably hear me reference books like The Remnant Chronicles by Mary Pearson, The Selection by Kira Kaz, A Court of Thorns and Roses by the one and only Sarah J. Mass, and Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard. I apologize in advance for making too many dad jokes and assuming that the 18-year-old brunette girl really is the best candidate to overthrow the corrupt government. (laughs) Well, she is obviously she is it's clear Look, i'm a brunette it wins fair enough so basically mary knows ya better than your favorite 2014 super hulak tumblr girly that's me baby <laughs> hi i'm tiff i'm here to bring in some spookies some high fantasy Ooh. and a blash of the true girly genre sci-fi yeah. Okay, nobody get Tiff started on the origins of sci-fi and women because that is like three full episodes for another day. <laughs> Mary Shelley fan club. Super fair. I'll save my Star Wars Frankenstein thesis for another time. Boo. <laughs> I want to learn. Yeah, come teach on. Teach me, teacher. Teach not me. Not an educational podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I really love about those kinds of stories is that feeling of being so engrossed and wrapped up in a book that I literally like forget where I am. And yeah. truly anything can be vibey like that and can be cozy like that and engrossing like that. Anything? Anything. What? A horror novel about a ghostly entity hunting down a group of men for something they did wrong decades ago? Vibey. Only Good Indians <laughs> by Stephen Graham Jones is Vibey. A contemporary romance that it was written specifically for me, an Aries eldest daughter. Book Lovers by Emily Henry is Vibey. Oh, hell yeah. A space opera about a crew that's just trying their best. <laughs> the Long Way to a Small Angry Planet is Vibey. A published smutty and dark fantasy fan fiction that has arguably gotten like way too out of hand from Blood and Ash by Jennifer Armentrout is Vibe. Vibe. <laughs> a YA about sparkly vampires and first loves, Twilight by problematic queen Stephanie Meyer is Vibe. 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 Okay, so my theme song. We're getting the vibe, if you will, that someone just wants to escape from reality and maybe feel comfy 
while they're doing it. Should I call someone? Do you have a fever? Are you feeling okay? (laughs) Super fair concern. But you don't have to call me out like that. This is literally just how I've always been. The first series that, like, I truly remember falling and feeling that wrapped up in is the Lord of the Rings series by J.R.R. Tolkien or the Boxcar Children books by Gertrude Chandler Warner. Tiff, oh my god, I fucking live for the Boxcar Children. When Same. they put the milk oh behind the waterfall as a, like, as a fridge, I literally thought these kids were <laughs> fucking geniuses. Oh Mensa, my god, all of them. yes. I know I yes. don't drink like milk, but like, why can't I drink <laughs> waterfall milk and eat blueberries in the sun? <laughs> Oh my god, Tiff, did you just ask me out? <laughs> oh my god. They're in yeah. love. You heard it here first. <laughs> Tiff and Mary sitting in a tree. <laughs> Hit me up for an outdoor springtime adventure, baby. We can lay in a meadow a la Bella Swan and one of us can be covered in glitter. Sounds great. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, sign me up. So just in case you just needed a wrap up of all that, Tiff is here for the spooks, the vibes. And damn good fantasy, especially when it involves Twilight, Star Wars, or enemies to lovers. Why do I feel like we're starting to adver- like sound like we're advertising ourselves as contestants on a weird bookish dating show? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'd watch the fuck out of that. Let's be real. <laughs> Literate Lovers, coming to you soon on ABC. I feel like there's got to be a better name for that show. We'll still go back to that. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll come yeah mm-hmm. it's in the works <laughs> i'll chime in next hello hi i'm kelsey like a lot of the baddies here i was a super big ya reader growing up we're talking like number one sarah Dessen fan here anyone else anyone else big on yes. the Dessen? big oh, hell yeah big <laughs> but twilight is honestly the reason why i became obsessed with romance hello sparkly obsessive vampires sign me up <laughs> Talk about that, like, foundational, life-changing reading. (laughs) Tiff gets it. Tiff gets it. Now, my Twilight obsession hasn't lessened one iota. Hell, I've I've actually got a Twilight tattoo, and I'm damn proud of it. And my adult reading tastes match. I still read a lot about obsessive men, but I've graduated to, like, a lot more spice. A lot. Um, Like, a lot. (laughs) A lot. I'm really big on enemies to lovers books, vampires still, Hades and Persephone retellings, and well, (laughs) monster fucking. Um, I love love monster fucking books, and I love talking about them, and I'm so glad I've wrangled my friends into it, too. And so when it comes to the baddies, I'm basically like your resident dirty slut smut reader, and I love to do what I call left-handed reading. Oh my gosh, cute. I'm left-handed, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> Mary. Mary, sweet baby angel child. Mary, not quite what I meant. And we'll save the description for later episodes just to, you know, like softly introduce the kind of literature that I like to delve into. And Mary, <laughs> Mary, for, for, for your sake, I've got some wild book recs, too, that might explain more of this left-handedness that I'm getting onto. But you Stop know what? It. Fine. I'm going to have to tell you one. Uh, you need to read Morning Glory Milking Farm by CM Nascosta. I don't know how to say her last name, but Morning Glory Milking Farm is just like amazing. Give it a chance. Like, please, 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 please. Milk my like, You've been hyping that one up for so long that I've had it on my TBR literally since the baddies met. <laughs> and yet you still haven't read it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I panic about it. Shame, shame. I know your name. Give Pam. it a chance. I'm begging you. But anyway, well, I've got like a bit of an eclectic out there taste in books. They're all of my favorites have one thing in common. They make me want to just 
lay on my little stomach and kick my feet back behind me and giggle like because I just like books that make me feel good even if there is monster fucking involved some of my favorite authors uh, include Sarah J Moss obviously <laughs> of course I also love Carissa Broadbent Katie Roberts Sarah Kate Emily Henry and Christina Lauren you might have heard of some of them and if you haven't I'm we're really excited to tell you about them and just to kind of wrap up why why the heck I'm here, I mean, I read romance because of the way these books make me feel. I love getting butterflies from first kisses, exploring mm. new fantasy worlds next to a tall, dark, and handsome enemy, yeah. finding out there's only one bed at the inn, <laughs> hearing, who did this to you late oh, at night? Yeah. Oh, whew, baby. And, you know, getting position ideas from fictional couples <laughs> to try out with my partner is just like the cherry on top. <laughs> All right. Kelsey may be a dirty trash slut with all the naughty wrecks, but she's got a heart of gold. Wait, why did that sound like a sad advertisement for an elderly dog on Pet Finder? <laughs> Books and Baddies is in no way affiliated or sponsored by Pet Finder. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, for, for, for every dirty trash slut in a friend group, you must have an equal opposite historical romance nerd. Enter Lindsay. Ooh. Hey, baddies. I really wanted that to sound more suave. And then I got nervous because you all look so pretty tonight. Oh. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. I like thick books. I like wordy books. If it's under 400 pages, I don't want it. I don't care. It's not true. I actually, I, there's a lot of books under 400 pages that, that I like just fine. But, you know, I'm really into books that you could like use to fight off a burglar or that you could carve out and hide a knife inside, except please don't hurt your book like that unless it's like Anne Rand or some shit. But, you know, <laughs> come to think of that, that might be a perfect place for hiding a knife because no one worth vibing with wants to read The Fountainhead. So take notes, baddies. So true. Oh, my God. Fuck. Where's my pen? <laughs> As a kid, I was a big fan of what I have now dubbed the Weird Kids Starter Pack. So I'm talking like Warrior Cats, Spiderwick Chronicles, Series of Unfortunate Events, Artemis Fowl, lots of Tamora Pierce, and like a ton of Little House on the Prairie and Boxcar Children. Yes. Love me some waterfall yes, milk. Yes, yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> waterfall milk. Waterfall, waterfall milk. milk. <laughs> Our first merch will be waterfall milk. <laughs> but these days, you know, I usually have two books going at once because I can't be left alone with my thoughts for more than five minutes or I will implode. I usually have like a big thick sci-fi or fantasy or like esoteric new adult pick going on alongside some kind of cute little smutty romance that makes your heart feel all cozy and held and yeah we call that balance <laughs> the duality of of man <laughs> yes thank you Woman. i'm very deep <laughs> that's what she said uh, but one weird thing about reading for me that i'm kind of wondering if anyone else here has is that i need to be like the most cozy to read mm. anybody else mm -hmm. mm. yes mm -hmm. Absolutely. I could read mm -hmm. anywhere. But that's, that's awesome. <laughs> but like, especially if it's getting to some kind of like huge plot point or like romance scene. I mean, I don't oh, like yeah. have to, right? I can read on an airplane. But if I'm like, it's about to get good, I'm grabbing my blankie, I'm grabbing my tea, I'm grabbing my cat Freya, and we are like snuggling. So I'm a big ready. fan of a lot of cozy reads. I'm talking like anything by Becky Chambers, anything by Emily St. John Mandel, Aaron Morgenstern, Emily Henry, TJ Klune, Taylor Jenkins Reid, B.E. Schwab. Uh, but at the same time, I also love having my soul ripped from my body. <laughs> oh, get you a girl who could do both. That's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I only want to impress you. <laughs> you can't see me. I'm doing a hair flip. Oh, it's working. <laughs> I'm so impressed. <laughs> Thanks. But I love like I love me some Kristen, some Kristen Hannah, like the great alone just destroyed me. Love me some tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by Gabrielle Zenon. Oh. Love some Perfect Jeff book. Vandermeer born action. 
Red Rising, which the Words and Whiskey mm-hmm. podcast covers in depth, and anything by Ann Patchett, who is my my hometown hero here in Nashville. But finally, because I am nothing if not predictable like Addie, you'll also <laughs> find I'm a huge, huge fan who cannot shut up about Diana Galvadon's Outlander series. And if you haven't, I highly suggest checking out the series so we can talk about them since none of these hoes have read it yet. Hi, I'm Mary. I'm a non-Outlander reading ho. We do owe Lindsay a whole book episode on Outlander. Ooh, you know, if Lindsay's extra good, she might get an Outlander episode as just like a special little treat. <laughs> Cats well, can have a little salami as a treat. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but Lindsay loves a book that can double as an emergency window breaker and is a founding member of the Weird Kid Recovery Group. Oh, girl, there is no recovering from this. I'm in for life, and all of you listeners out there are welcome to join me. Weird Kid Recovery meets Wednesdays at 8 in the middle school gym, and we all wear fun hats. (laughs) Fun hats! Fun hats! They all say waterfall milk on them. (laughs) Waterfall milk. Waterfall milk. Waterfall milk. (laughs) All right, guys. There's a bear in the room. What? Hey there, this is Cross. And I've been appointed Batty Daddy. It's just offensive when you say it. Uh, I'll 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 never say it again. I I promise. <laughs> so my name's Cross. I produce the podcast. I do the editing, and that's about it. The body baddies here mostly kick ass without uh, needing anything else than making sure that they sound pretty. You might know me from Words and Whiskey or some of the other Atomic Pylon Media podcasts, but my voice is in a lot of places. So we get a lot it. Of You're holes. a white man who talks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but since you can't find it in real life, what sort of romance do you read? Part of the thing with romance has been finding and appreciating more and more of it in literature that I was kind of already like reading around, but I've I've just found myself attracted to it more and more and more and really loving that. It was part of why I was super down for doing the one off short pour back for Valentine's Day. And I was really down with that idea. Book titles, Crossland. We need book titles. Receipts. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what we're here for. So recent reads that had some well-done entanglements uh, were... And if you're curious why Cross is single, it's because he refers to relationships as <laughs> entanglements. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's also why his therapist is rich. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> me. Uh, <laughs> Lee's Greenbone Saga. Uh, later books in The First Law by Joe Abercrombie, Mr. Be Gone by Clyde Barker, and Born by Jeff Vandermeer, along with... Copycat. Also, none of those are like romance crossed. <laughs> no, I know they're not romance. I we specifically said that they were okay, romance. Okay, break it up. Break it up. You suck. All right. So we have a rule here at Books and Baddies that you're going to get used to. Baddie Daddy should be seen and not heard. Wait, I thought we weren't doing video oh. for this. Yeah, he's got a face for radio, but also a voice for OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all jokes aside i do pinky promise we do in fact love our producer cross he keeps us on track and helps us to be the best baddies we can he does a lot of tech support because we yeah, are thanks, all simple, silly women thanks cross we love you speak for yourself go back to your little producer hole so we can get on the show with the road yeah get out thanks letting us bully you hole wait i love the book holes <laughs> oh mary not that one if you're brand new to meeting the baddies which most of you are setting some expectations now like the boundary setting baddies we are you're gonna want to expect a little chaos but controlled chaos because we know book babes love a well-planned silly goofy mood 
Please remember that we are three fire signs and two earth signs. So do with that what you will. (laughs) As one of the resident earth signs, I would like to let all you listeners out there. All three of them, and they're mostly moms. Rude. (gasps) Mom, I said you couldn't be here. Excuse me, rude. (laughs) Rude. In on what future episodes will look like. Basically, we're going to partner two episodes together as like a little mini series. So the first episode, we'll talk about a trope found in many books. Then in our second episode, we will read and review a book that contains the trope we discussed. For an optimal listening experience, we would like to kindly bully you into listening to the trope episode first before the book episode. Mary, I feel like your whole like aesthetic and vibe is kind bullying. True. <laughs> Accurate. Agree. And also being horny. <laughs> Like yes. <laughs> being horny, being nice, and bullying. <laughs> I think that's just being a dominatrix. Okay, well, True. as the second Disney adult oh. here, I'm going to step in and stop this bullying behavior and let you know what tropisodes are. She has a mortgage. Tropisodes are honestly one of our favorite things to record. We'll typically be a smaller cast on this episode, so you might hear three of us deep diving into a book trope or topic, and then we'll break it down. Some tropes we might cover are literary friend groups, monster fucking, Hades and Persephone retellings. The list goes on and on and on. We'll cover the history, give you a little bit of some book recs, and give you a deeper dive so that we can talk about it all together. And don't forget, you'll always hear why we like it and why we don't like it, especially if there's tea to be spilled. And just in case you're thinking about it too, we define trope very loosely around these parts, so nothing is off the (laughs) table for the baddies. Ye and Hall. For a lot of loose women. Mm-hmm. Bunch of bunch of loose baddies. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, Addie cover trip episodes. <laughs> My okay. lips are loose, and I'm talking about both of them. Book episodes. <laughs> Crosslet's face. <laughs> I think I just. I was shot, not prepared. I shot Crosslet for the first time. I I wish I wish you could see that reaction. I was, I was not prepared. Over Discord, I can see What's a vein that? popping in your forehead. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's the big one. <laughs> the big boy. Oh, the lips my, only. That's the Kelsey vein. He was more surprised too than when we brought his ex girlfriend on to the Valentine's Day podcast as a surprise. Oh Which is arguably more surprising. <laughs> oh, <laughs> true. It's only downhill from here. <laughs> Book episodes will be a little different because we'll go even deeper. Hot. (laughs) So the book episodes are fun for us pals because one of us baddies has the pleasure of selecting the book. Usually one we've been wanting the baddies to read for forever. Like Outlander. And then we get to (laughs) unpack what we liked and we didn't like, our individual ratings, some background on the book and author, some spice ratings were relevant, which is like most of the books it's relevant. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically every reading girlie's wet dream to recommend a book to her friends, and they literally have to read it in a timely manner and, like, fucking take notes. Simply chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Wet dream. Wet dream for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I wet dream about you all all the time. Now, we would like to point out that us baddies are, in fact, just like other girls. And very proud of that. But what makes our cutie patootie femme crew not like <laughs> other pods? Oh, me, me, me. I got one. Do you feel like you have no friends, long enough. want some, but don't want to commit to hanging out in real life? Do you ever want to hit pause on your friends, but also don't want FOMO on the convo? Are you interested in forming parasocial relationships with people who are into the same things as you? Do you have one single brain cell left and want to treat it to something nice? Do you like listening but hate talking? God cross, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's learning that he should should be seen in a heart. 
<laughs> but all jokes aside, in this podcast, we talk about books that get pushed to the side in mainstream book cultures from five different feminine perspectives. And I'm here, too. Well, wait, 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 wait. I just thought of another reason. Glee was canceled. <laughs> oh, wait, me, too. Do you like to read, but your book club doesn't give the same chaotic energy? Is everyone in your social circle sick of hearing you talk about some guy named Resand? <laughs> Do you like reading really fucking dirty shit spicy <laughs> things one word three syllables my personal favorite f word vampire fan fiction do you want to hear about books that aren't <laughs> traditional but are in fact so good do you want to hear five women bully a single white guy always a fucking martyr cross jesus <laughs> seriously <laughs> come on christ he's <laughs> like the definition of a pick me girl seriously <laughs> <laughs> Were you always the weird kid who was just always reading in the back corner? No normies allowed here. I'll say it again. No normies allowed. <laughs> normies, get out of here. Ow. Chew. Scram. <laughs> scram, kids. Get out of here. Don't make still us hear your body behind the, the, the water fell, fall and with the milk. Oh, that <laughs> was milk? so yeah. bad. So <laughs> if you're still here, congrats. You're not a normie. Welcome to our club. <laughs> Something else to note about books and baddies, we also follow internet trends. Believe it or not, we are on the internet. And sometimes we comment on the reading drama because we got thoughts. We're thoughts with thoughts. We are thoughts with thoughts. Indeed. I will say caveat, we're usually super late in the game to those thoughts because we're not the fucking BBC. (laughs) Brought to your ears by listeners like you. We're not public radio. We're pubic radio. (laughs) And thank you for joining us on CNN, the Cunty Nonsense Network. That was good, Tiff. I love that. Spicy. New career. Good. We career. love to goof around on this podcast, and we certainly won't be taking ourselves too seriously. However, we are very serious about wing play and bonus chapters. And if you know, you know. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so Books and Baddies' main goal is to have fun with our friends, and that includes you. We'll unpack character relationships, dive into the author's world-building ability, and absolutely obsess over minute romantic moments. We're the audio equivalent of the Pride and Prejudice hand flex scene, but like Mm. in a mystical, gritty, slutty, horny, Twilight baseball scene kind of way. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. 100%. That kind of reminds me of something else you should know. We're not exactly an academic podcast. There's not a (laughs) dissertation in sight here. But in all seriousness, the most highbrow shit academia type stuff you're going to hear is from our dear sweet wiki mommy kelsey when it's time to learn about the really important things in life like the origins of monster fucking in modern literature i did so much research on wikipedia for that one you're gonna love it so yeah come hang out with us we're gonna show you a really good time ow, ow, ow. Ow. Meow. <laughs> spicy 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 <laughs> all right well sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. welcome to the part of the podcast where we get to blindside our producer crossland with literary torture for our own sadistic pleasure and yours every episode you can look forward to crossland emerging from the shadows for his five forced minutes of fame Oh, hell yeah. It's time for Books and Daddy. Wee! Woo! Daddy, 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 daddy! <laughs> daddy, yaddy, 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 yaddy. <laughs> Here at Books and Baddies, we love to engage in some light hazing. Frost, who, since I've known him since childhood, refused to call daddy, today you will showcase your narration abilities by reading segments from books of our own choosing. Shit. Guys, did anyone check that Cross even knows how to read? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that was your job. <laughs> 
not to brag, but I like finished ninety percent of Magic Treehouse book once. So I think I got this. <laughs> Rosalind, I'm gonna have you read a section from one of these selection books by Kira Cass. It's YA, like like horribly YA. And this is the part of the book where the handsome prince reveals he knows nothing about his own kingdom and the poor girl, she likes it. She finds it kind of hot. Mm. Go for it. This girl, she needs you to provide for her and protect her. And if it came to a point where there was absolutely nothing to eat and you couldn't even fall asleep at night because the sound of her stomach growling kept you awake, stop it, Maxon stood quickly. He walked across the hall and stayed there for a while, facing away from me. Sorry, I whispered. He nodded his head. Is it really like that? He asked. Are people hungry like that a lot? Yes, that happens. I know a lot of families where people give up their share for their children or siblings. I know of a boy who was whipped in town square for stealing food. Sometimes you do crazy things when you're desperate. A boy? How old? Nine. Have you ever been like that? Starving? How bad? Maxon, it'll only upset you more. Probably, but I'm starting to realize how much I don't know about my own country. Please. We've been pretty bad. <laughs> so awful. Most time, most time, if it gets to where we have to choose, we keep the food and lose electricity. As a general rule, there are never any leftovers at my house. Someone always wants more. Good God! When you said that you were only here for the food, you weren't kidding, were you? Oh, kiss. <laughs> no kiss. That's my kind of foreplay. <laughs> I'm hot. <laughs> so anyway, the selection book, I did I did pick that one because it's just like mega YA and it like thinks it's a book about like a dystopian country where th- where things fall apart and there's just the brunette girl that needs to fix it. But the world building is absolute ass and it doesn't make any sense. And did I enjoy every single second of it? Oh yeah. I sure did. Woo! Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Cross. I'm going to turn it up a notch. We're going. We're we're going one up, one step up the dial. Sticking on theme with those those formative those formative sections. We're going to take a gander down into Stephanie Meyer's Twilight. I'm going to make you read a scene that I think had a long term impact on all of us as dirty, smutty, girly readers. This is the infamous leg hitch scene in Eclipse. It's on oh, page 186. Hot. Those numbers. <laughs> Are just branded into the back of my brain forever because I used to open this book to page 186 and reread this scene like <laughs> over and over and mm-hmm. over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back Same. when I was, you know, not as loose. Um, so anyway, <laughs> take it away. <laughs> Fun fact, I've read this before, but never aloud. So here we go. Welcome home, I said while his cold lips pressed under my jaw. <gasps> I'm glad you came back. That's a very good thing. Hmm, I agreed, tightening my arms around his neck. His hand curved around my elbow, moving slowly down my arm, across my ribs, and over my waist, tracing along my hip and down my leg, around my knee. He paused there, his hand curling around my calf. He pulled my leg up suddenly, hitching it up around his hip. I stopped breathing. This wasn't the kind of thing he usually allowed. Despite his cold hands, I felt suddenly warm. His lips moved to the hollow at the base of my throat. Not to bring on the ire prematurely, he whispered. But do you mind telling me what it is about this bed that you object to? I hate that that came too naturally for you. 
That was yeah. like that was I hate that, that like underneath your bed at night. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you also flip open when you said you read it before? Did you read it as many times as we read it? Is that what you're trying? No, to no, no. <laughs> Only once. I got the story. <laughs> Young men, I'm proud of you. Good work. True. <laughs> you get Good a cookie. It. High five. Good daddy. Get some orange slices on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> you can say you can say one comment and we won't yell at you one you i'm gonna save res- it i'm saving this for a special up. occasion yeah <laughs> you might want to tell us ahead of time though so that we don't you know prepare for some yelling <laughs> <laughs> next down the list is a, a book that i mentioned in my little blurb about myself earlier is book lovers by emily henry The scene that I chose is when the tension finally breaks and we get into some like no longer verbal foreplay, but like actual foreplay. And it's great. 10 out of 10. Good job, Emily. You can also grab some orange slices on your way out of the gym. (laughs) I feel totally out of control. And what's more, I can see how much he likes seeing me like this. And it's only fanning the flame. I want to be out of control. I want him to see me like this. Know he's the reason why. His hand roams down my side until it reaches the spike of my heel, hitching my leg higher and coiling it around his hips as we try to get closer. If we had anywhere more private to go, we'd already be gone. I want to go down on you so badly. He rasps into my mouth, my heart spiking. I want to go down on you, I tell him. He gives a low laugh. Everything's a competition with you. Crossland, I am not emotionally prepared Two for you words. to turn me on. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> it's the little oh, fry that's lips. freaking me out most. Yeah. Oh my god. It's from Talking Great. All Weekend. <clears throat> it's Emily Henry who's doing it, not Crossland. I just keep saying that over and over in my head. <laughs> okay, two more. <laughs> who's counting? If that got you, I'm going to introduce you to Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. Chapter 13, specifically. This was a sports romance book that rocked the book talk world and i'm honestly terrified for you to read this (laughs) as we've escalated drunkenness aside taylor swift's cruel summer came on the radio and chris turned it to full volume we're in our own little world back here the temperature is hotter the air thicker the tension stealing every last bit of oxygen from my lungs I couldn't even tell you how far away from Maple Hill we are now or how many minutes have passed since I climbed in here and settled on Nate's lap. His knees nudge mine further apart, (laughs) mouth descending on mine again, more possessive, more dominant. His nose brushes mine. Can you be a good girl and be quiet? (laughs) I nod, prepared to finally feel... (laughs) I nod, prepared to finally feel his long, thick fingers easing the throbbing between my legs. Instead, he drags one finger gently over my swollen clit, and I can't help the huff of frustration that escapes me. I'm so close to doing it myself. Tell me, if you don't know what you're doing, Nathan. The last time I goaded him about not being able to pleasure a woman, he proved me very, very wrong. His free hand sinks into the hair at the bottom of my neck, tugging, so I look up at him. He increases the pressure on my clit, and a satisfied moan grumbles in my throat slacking as the pleasure rolls through my very tense and sexually frustrated body. Swapping to the heel of his palm, his other hand tightens in my hair. One day, I'm going to fuck your pretty little mouth and you're not going to be able to be such a bossy, impatient little brat. Crossland! I am the record. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fuck. This next one needs no introduction because it's the Accord of Silver Flames headboard scene. Crossland? Take it away. Get on your hands and knees. 
he ordered, his voice so low she could barely understand him. But her blood heated, and an ache that had nothing to do with how hard he'd just taken her began to build between her legs once more. So Nesta did as he bade, bearing herself, still wet and gleaming with both of their releases. He snarled in satisfaction. Beautiful. She whimpered a bit, because beneath the praise, pure lust simmered. He growled, put your hands on the headboard. Her breath began sawing out of her again, but she obeyed, already thrumming with need. Cassian rose behind her, gripping her hips. He knocked a knee against one of her own, spreading her legs wider. Calloused fingertips brushed down the length of her spine over the tattoo there and the ink binding them. He leaned to whisper in her ear, hold on tight. <laughs> I'm thrumming with the need for us to never do this again. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> we can't do this anymore. <laughs> Ross, I'm hoping that this gave you some boilerplate language that you can now use in your dating life. <laughs> God damn it. I just wanted to know that I look like a clown because my cheeks are so red right now. <laughs> Guys, did we just set ourselves up for like reading porn with each other and then didn't think that through? That was hilarious. <laughs> I think we can just go. If it isn't the consequences <laughs> no. of our own actions. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, God. Okay. Well, Cross, you passed your reading test with mediocre to horrible results. I guess you can still be on the pod with us, but we really don't want to hear your voice for a while. You're dismissed. Be gone. Yeah. Bye. He worked. He's gone. He's gone. Thank God. (laughs) All right. Well, I feel like we've probably overshared again. So let's wrap it up. And I'm talking about the podcast episode in case you were thinking of other things to wrap. I'll pose those questions for the baddies. We'll wrap that too. Mm, we are processing sex. Yes. Pro wrapping. Ribbons, bows, gift tags, all of it. Pro wrapping. <laughs> that too, Mary. Clearly, Mary went the YA version. <laughs> Just to divert this from getting uncomfortable again, I'm going to pose this question for all of the baddies. If you could live in any book verse or book world, where would it be? I feel like, Tiff, mm. hit me with what you're thinking. I'm going to pick Red London from the Shades of Magic series by V.E. Schwab. I feel like the series just does such a beautiful job of making Red London, at least like when everything's going well and stuff, this enchanting town made of dark wood and all of these colorful glass structures and homey, spicy smells. It's so warm and comfortable. Even with like the threat of the other Londons, I would just like hang out at the night market all the time and try really hard not to worry about anything else. And, like listen to some musicians playing and hanging out. I love that. That sounds dreamy. Kelsey and I kind of struggled with this one together as a unit. And similar thoughts to her. I wanted to like pick something that was dreamy and cozy that I wouldn't be murdered in by an evil god or like a scary zombie, <laughs> which is like a lot of the books that we read. <laughs> so I want to live in Valaris within the Akatar universe, but like not have to deal with any of the drama. So if I could just be townhouse adjacent, <laughs> that would be swell. So like cozy solstice parties, starfall gowns, walking on the different markets. It's just it's every girl's fantasy. Who doesn't want that? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, I am right there with you, Mary and Valaris. Like. City of Starlight, sign me up. But my second option, I'm going to go with Atlantia in From Blood and Ash by Jennifer L. Armentrout. It's still a little bit dangerous, kind of like what Mary was talking about, but I do feel like it's the perfect mix of a fantasy world with vampires and magic, but like still has running water, (laughs) which I think I need. But like, I want to swim in the pools and the caves and like run around with the wolven and like, oh, I don't know, maybe convince Castile to bite me or whatever. Mm. Of course, would. (laughs) 
So true. So fair. I feel like truthfully. So fine. I feel like I would kind of want the spooky vibe. Like I want to live in the ninth house hellbent universe at Yale University. And that's created by Lee Bardugo. And I feel like I am personally scared of absolutely everything. I still sleep with a nightlight. <laughs> I'm scared of thunderstorms. Look, I'm scared of everything. So if this is a fictional alternative universe and I'm not scared of absolutely everything, I want the dark academia vibe of Yale, spookiness of ghosts. If they wanted to add a little bit of Disney to it, a little like, you know, Mickey Mouse pumpkins, a little spooky music, a parade <laughs> at 2 p.m. Let's go. <laughs> I would be so happy. It would be my perfect place. Had to get one more Disney adult reference in before yeah, the end of the pod. To. It's called full Her. circle endings. <laughs> I think you're just talking. Mary said it. I, you're just talking about Halloween Town. Halloween Town, like University. But with scary <laughs> ghosts. H U. I love it. H U. For me, I think I would want to live in Becky Chambers' Galactic Comments from the Wayfarer series. The yes. whole series is just so like wholesome, and you know, there's there's bad actors like there there are in any in any book series, but. Everyone just seems really with it, and it seems like there's cool people everywhere, and you can fly places on spaceships, and you can have a lot of cool jobs, and there's a lot of a lot of neat species and stuff, and it's not just humans, you know? It's all, all bird people, blob people, all different types of folks, and it sounds like a really interesting place to live. Yeah, I want a cool space job. Hell yeah. I'm adding this Other to my option. TBR. <laughs> Other option, the Warrior Cats books. I could just be a little cat running around the forest. <laughs> Oh, yes. Owls, Guardians of Gahul. That book series was tight. Mm-hmm. Love it. Oh, my goodness. It sounds like we all just really are fans of disassociating. And, you know, you don't don't love the universe you're with. Think about how you can make it even better. So if that's something that you are interested in, join us on the podcast in the future. We're going to talk about all different kinds of things. Monster fucking universes that we want to live in. How much we hate Crossland. Just kidding. We love him. We'd love to have you be a part of it. <laughs> Bye. 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 That was so fun. We did it, you guys. Love <laughs> you. You guys, we did it. Oh my god, we did it. We made a podcast. We did. Of course, I'm not over all of the giggling. It felt so good. Fuck, we didn't write an ending for this. <laughs> How do we get out? Bye. How do we leave? <laughs> turn your computer off. I'm Ready to go. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our very first episode. We want to give a big thank you, of course, to our podcast, Daddy and Laddie Cross of Words and Whiskey, for helping keep us on track and sounding as pretty as we look. Also, check all of our links in the show notes. You can find our schedule, Patreon, episodes, and all the important socials all in one convenient spot. Remember, hotties can read whatever they want. So chase your bliss, baby baddies.